2: Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. There's never
3: been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss.
4: Hey, Alarmy. Before we get started, we wanted to make sure you heard the big news. The Alarmist has joined Patreon. Patreon. Patreon subscribers will get access to our content ad-free, as well as our aftermath post-interview discussion and final verdict. We'll also be putting out additional bonus episodes and other fun stuff. Here's a preview of Guest Alarmist, where I step aside and let a guest walk us through a personal tragedy, and together the Alarmist crew figures out who's to blame. This month, Adam Lustick discusses his 2003 Telegram disaster.
3: Sandy ran this telegram company, and another part of the business was uh, children's costumed characters for birthday parties, many of which I did. And uh, because, like Clayton said, Sandy didn't have the rights from Disney to, like, license – to, like, advertise or promote the character as actual Mickey Mouse, as actual Minnie Mouse, she had to have alt names for all of the children characters that would clear (laughs) copyrights. So it was Mr. Mouse. It was Ms. Mouse. Elmo was just the letter L dash (laughs) Mo. SpongeBob, this is the best one. Was SpongeBob? So oh! things. So, so you work for and this on. company, which and is on and on
2: SpongeBob's. And on. Name, I can't. I can't really. Still Spongebob. Spongebob. Still but it's just a so, different yes. version of SpongeBob. Did it exactly look Robert? exactly
4: like SpongeBob? <laughs> right. Did yeah. Rob look? It, it was Rob a twin of Bob, or? Exactly. Was he slight? The Was he fraternal? Yeah. Was it an identical twin? Was he a fraternal twin? No, it
2: was identical Good. twin, I'm sure. It would
3: right? seemed, <laughs> seemed identical.
4: Go to patreon.com slash thealarmist and subscribe today. Now, on to our episode. I was born with a special gift. The ability to mentally transform any situation into the worst case scenario in my own brain. brain. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to The Alarmist, a comedy podcast where we talk about history's greatest tragedies and figure out who's to blame. Today we're discussing the Zoot Suit Riots. Here's what you need to know
5: I want a zoot Suit, I uh, with, the, wreath, please, with the, drape, the shape and stuff. The Zoot
4: Suit is a flamboyant and exaggerated suit style that features oversized, high waisted trousers with tight cuffs, long coats with padded shoulders wide-brimmed hats, and long watch chains. It emerged in urban areas like Harlem and Los Angeles, primarily among Black, Mexican, as well as Filipino and Italian communities in the 1930s, and reached its peak in popularity in the 40s. The zoot suit not only looked great on the dance floor, but it was also a form of social revolt and a way of challenging the racial and class inequalities of the time. Singer and band leader Cab Calloway, one of the most popular entertainers of the 30s and 40s, called the Zoot Suit, quote, the only totally and truly American civilian suit. The public perception of the Zoot Suit would shift dramatically, however, with the death of a young man named Jose Gallardo Diaz at the Sleepy Lagoon Reservoir outside of Los Angeles in August of 1942. The event began when a young man named Henry Levas was hanging out at the Sleepy Lagoon Reservoir and was attacked by a group of boys from nearby Downey. Henry then enlisted the help of his friends from the 38th Street neighborhood and returned to the Sleepy Lagoon looking to retaliate. He found a party that he believed had members of the Downey group in attendance. A fight broke out and Diaz was killed. In the Diaz trial, the defendants were denied basic rights and labeled as gang members with Levas their ringleader. What ensued was a torrent of negative media attention on the Mexican community in Los Angeles. There were headlines like, quote, Mexican hoodlum gangs run riot, and zoot suit gang rulers jailed, enforcing negative stereotypes. Simultaneously, when the US became involved in World War II, There was a rationing of materials, including wool for clothing, so people in the excessively large suit suits suddenly became domestic targets of anger, resentment, and racism, especially among active service members. Racial tensions grew between suit suiters and the naval and military servicemen based near Los Angeles at the time. They came to a head on May 30th, 1943, when a brawl broke out started by Navy servicemen the fight led to seaman second-class Joe Dacey Coleman breaking his jaw. In retaliation, hundreds of service members traveled in droves to L.A. and targeted any Mexican-American wearing a zoot suit, viciously beating them and tearing off their clothes. In one incident, sailors dragged two zoot suitors on stage at a movie theater, stripped them down, and urinated on their suits. Hundreds were attacked— most of whom were teenagers. Blacks and Filipinos were also targeted. Off-duty officers and white civilians joined the fray, and local police would stand idly by and would only arrest the victims. The riots lasted several days, and local press lauded the attacks, saying it had a, quote, cleansing effect on hoodlums and miscreants in Los Angeles. The white civilians involved were broadly perceived as being vigilantes and heroes. Fun Facts, aka Death Stats. The Zoot Suit Riots in 1943 resulted in more than 150 injuries. More than 500 Mexican-Americans were arrested. The Los Angeles City Council publicly condemned and apologized for the 1943 Zoot Suit Riots 80 years later, on June 9th, 2023 la city council established june 3rd through 9th of each year as zoot suit heritage week with us today we have producer clayton early hello fact checker chris smith hi and our very special guest today is our good friend maggie marion hi maggie hey there we are happy to have you back (laughs) on the show and Boy, as a as
6: a as an LA native, yep. this is a perfect topic for you. Thank you. Not only am I an LA native, my father was, and my grandmother it was a California native. She was born in Paso Robles, but then she moved to Los Angeles very young. And in fact, she comes from a line of the Spanish rancheros that colonized the. California, but um, she was literally dancing with cast. She's Mexican-Spanish person, mm-hmm. and uh, she was dancing with Castanets on Alvera Street when she was con- contracted by Paramount. Wow. The
4: wow.
2: Yeah. Get the heck out she
3: of here. She was the
6: first Mexican-American actress who uh was on a TV show and was active around the 40s. However, she completely hid her Mexicanness, mm. even though they, and like bleached her hair and all that.
4: Can, can you tell us what her name was?
6: Elena Verdugo.
4: So that our Elena? listeners can look her up. Elena Verdugo. Yeah. She pops up yeah. right away. Ooh, kind of yeah. a Marilyn Monroe-ish type.
6: That was, yes. That's what she <laughs> I made think, Ma- Matt, yeah. you sound like you have
2: feelings about that? Did, but I'm curious, <laughs> did, did Elena have feelings about that? About what? about uh the studios making her change her hair color. Oh yeah. And
6: Well she, no, at that time it was so it was so she was eager to shed it as well. Mm. You know what I mean? She uh, her mom was a single mom, her dad had left, and so she was responsible for bringing in money for the family very young. Mm. So she wasn't in the mindset of like cultural like maintaining any cultural anything she was in the business of making money very very young
4: yeah i see here that she was born in 1925 so she would have been at her she was probably living in los angeles around this time 1943 absolutely wow she 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 definitely lived through it yeah wow this is uh so incredible um maggie well We have to jump in. We have to dive in because there's a lot to throw up on the board. But I do have to ask you, what is something that's recently alarming you? What's something that's keeping you up at night?
6: Oh, brother. Okay. Well, this is what's keeping me up at night. It's not fun. It's not sexy. It's just the truth is airline travel. Okay.
2: Mm. Okay.
6: I'm hearing we're taking a vacation for the first time in a long time. We're prepping for the airline travel, and I've just been hearing horror stories. Oh yeah, mm. about navigating the airports. And as as somebody who's like a many generation Californian, many generation Los Angeles, LAX is a shame. Oh. Yes, it is a yeah. shame. Yes, it's um, the worst. It but is a deep. They're
3: making it worse. better. They are. They're trying. Are
6: they? They're. They're trying, trying. They're trying to. But it's
4: it's bad at its core the the actual it's bad at its core engineering and the then the thought that was put into it was wrong the the way they decided to go about lax i think was wrong it, honestly it's so bad that we should do an, do an, an entire have an episode. episode yeah <laughs> i agree right i agree <laughs> we're gonna hope that everything goes smoothly and that there are no cancellations no issues in your travel thank you So. I, I, I'm a huge fan of timelines,
3: mm, so sure.
4: I, I feel like talking about the timeline that led to the actual riots will will help us kind of get in the in the zone here. OK, so Jose Diaz is found dead at the Sleepy Lagoon, mm-hmm. August 2nd, 1942.
6: great now, name for a place. Yes, the sleepy lagoon Lagoon. Lagoon. this is very we're in a a chandler novel already Mm -hmm. yes Mm
4: -hmm. and i just i want to set the tone a little bit for 1942 los angeles if you go uh, to google maps you there is no sleepy lagoon anymore Mm. and that's because now we are a sprawling urban Mm -hmm. city Mm -hmm. but at the time This was the outskirts of Los Angeles. This was what they called rural Los Angeles, if you can (laughs) even imagine. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, I can easily imagine. Tell why, as as a native Los Los Angelino, it, it has boomed and it's grown in size, right? Oh, yeah.
6: Yes, but it was, I mean, the reason why people came here in the first place was that it was rural. Mm. I mean that the ranch like that there were ranches um and big swaths of chaparral.
4: And 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 the ranch actually there was an actual ranch by the Sleepy Lagoon and this is where a party was being held. Uh it was a birthday party for someone uh in the area and Jose had be- had gone to this birthday party and he had he was he was going he had enlisted in uh, the army. I th- I believe it was the army, not the Navy. Uh, anyway, he had enlisted and he was going to be deployed in the next week or so. Mm-hmm. And so he was being kind of like congratulated. And anyway, he, he, he had gone to this party and he was later found dead. So the, 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 those are the events. Then August 10th. 1942, the police round up uh, a group of uh, Hispanic youth. And they, through investigating, I guess, find out that there was a, a, a clique. They called it a gang, which is important here.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. They
4: called it a gang. Right. It was, at the time, this is n- not a correct definition of what it actually was. It was more of a click, right. a, clique, a mm-hmm. neighborhood group what mm-hmm. sure. might call a it a friend yeah. and they back in the day gangs when, when you said the word gang that immediately evoked like mobsters like gangsters mm-hmm. so sure the verbiage is important of course yeah it means yeah it always is mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah so all of a sudden this group of this clique, mm-hmm. this crew, is now being seen as a, a criminal organization. Right.
2: Because of right. this investigation into the death of Diaz. So they wanted to get to the bottom of it and they...
4: Yeah. So they're... The, the, their the ra- LAPD. The LAPD, yeah. right? Yes, correct. Yeah. And they are going to go up on the board. A Don't notoriously- you worry. <laughs> Clean yeah. nosed, on the <laughs> <Yes>. yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> squeaky clean, top to bottom, uh, nothing wrong, no, notes. Th- no <laughs> notes, no to notes to the LAPD, there. not <laughs> then or now.
4: <laughs> um. So then, October 13, uh, the, after being held in prison, the twenty, there's twenty two of these on the
6: fifteenth. So they rounded them up on the tenth, and five days later,
4: no, October thirteenth so oh, it's oh, October thirteenth. almost two months later a couple months
6: they're they've been in jail this whole time
4: yes and they're now the 22 Latino uh, uh, boys are 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 being tried then the trial ends three months later
2: right
6: 22 people were tried for one murder yes Correct. It, was,
2: it was the largest I think group prosecution in in la history
4: and now there's 17 okay. of them that are tried As a group, and then five of them are uh, fight to be tried separately. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And this is important because of those who... uh, The 17 who are tried in the group, they are convicted, while the five that are tried individually are uh, not convicted. Acquitted? Acquitted, yes. So that says a lot about the uh, trial, which we'll get into. Mm -hmm. So this is three months later. And then... It's June 3rd through 8th. What? It, that's when the Zoot Suit Riots are. Right. So that's six months later. This is almost like a year-long process. Right.
6: Right. Okay, so who is this Diaz guy? Why were they so concerned? Like, this to me seems like a young kid gets jumped on the outskirts of Los Angeles. Great question. A, like a Mexican kid by other Mexicans why are they why are that what's going on there
4: that's a great question and really important we should let's put the murder of jose diaz up on the board as a
6: starter okay
4: Okay. and this is uh you're correct in thinking that uh at the time lapd wouldn't have taken an interest to what they would call you know uh Mexican on Mexican violence, Mexican-Americans right. uh, committing crimes against other Mexican-Americans. They wouldn't have taken such a huge interest. But at the time, there was a lot of hatred that was being uh spewed onto the Mexican-American community in Los Angeles.
6: And they were Mexican-Americans, not Mexican nationals?
4: From what I know, they were Mexican-Americans. They had been okay. living here. They weren't. Gotcha. But that, that, uh, that doesn't mean that the immigration that was happening at the moment didn't have some kind of, of impact course. on, on how, yeah. how they were viewed. Now, this is from a Latinitas magazine. Uh, With racial tensions and discriminations already brewing due to the Zoot Suit subculture and implementation of the Bracero Program, the murder of a young 22-year-old Mexican man named Jose Diaz only added to the divisiveness between Latinos and whites, becoming the precedent for the riots. Right. The Bracero Program. The Bracero... Yeah. Go on. Yeah.
6: I'm actually a little bit familiar with this. Oh. Because it was a way for workers to come into the United States. Right. Correct. And while there was a war effort, yeah. Mm-hmm. So my, this my,
4: is the, uh, the war, uh, World War Two is happening. There's uh, an influx of Mexicans in coming into California and the bordering states due to a demand for labor. And right. since many men went off to join the military, uh, including Mexican Americans, uh, there was a need for workers in factories and, agricultural farms so uh the because of these work shortages the u.s entered into an agreement with mexico known as the uh, bracero Mm -hmm. program bracero Mm -hmm. program in in, uh, august of 1942 that timing remember is crucial this Mm -hmm. is in august of 1942 that's the same month when jose diaz is found murdered Right. right. So you and have this big, immediate
3: big. influx of people from Mexico coming to fill work and obviously a reaction from non Mexican American non Mexican American residents who are clearly mostly white. To
4: that. Yeah. Of course. M- mostly the white community. Uh the agreement established Temporary contracts for Mexican citizens to take on work and labor jobs in the United States and as an attempt to heal relations between Mexico and the U.S. after reparations, uh, deportations of Mexican-Americans during the Great Depression in the 1930s.
2: Right. So they wanted to make sort of amends with Mexico. Yes. And this was a gesture for that the we'll, pro yes we'll take, we'll take you <laughs> what a gesture we'll your, yeah. yeah come, come on, on for us. and we, worked, yeah. we need you
4: we literally need you <laughs> the the program also guaranteed protection against discrimination and low wages for mexican although those conditions weren't always met and with certain employers right with a high number mm-hmm. of mexicans entering california texas and bordering states a high bout of resentment grew amongst those who despised the agreement and migration of more latinos into the u.s mm. sure isn't mm-hmm. it Crazy that this is nineteen forty two and we're still hearing about this kind of discrimination and resentment toward mm-hmm. uh mexican Same immigrants story. and 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 Same Central american story. yeah mm-hmm. yeah well, it was yeah. so
3: prevalent in the i mean world war two going on like talk about xenophobia it's like all right. over the globe everyone's like. And they're being influenced by those evil forces. hmm
6: mm-hmm.
2: So is there, just to put up on the board, is it we can go with the old-fashioned capital R racism?
4: That's got to go up there. Um, I, I, I was going to call it anti-immigration hatred. Xenophobia. Yes, xenophobia. Oh, yeah.
6: Can we put, I know, I mean, this is, he's a catch-all, but can we just throw Hitler up there? Yep. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. We World absolutely War not
2: wouldn't, wouldn't need to... Wouldn't need cheaper labor. Wouldn't need the bracero program if we weren't involved in the World War II, which was started by good old Addie Hitler.
4: Now, <laughs> in in my uh, in my research, I found that this is kind of a side note, but I I, I want to throw President Franklin D. Roosevelt up on the FDR. Board. FDR. Yep. Okay. I know, and okay. you're like, what? What? I'm like, how? what? Like how? Well, I, I, this is a, from an L.A. Times article, which I recommend, actually, that you Google this LA, L.A. Times article that came out in 2023. And the reason I love it so much is because it teaches you about the Zutsu riots, but it also gives you a map as to where they happened in Los Angeles. So mm. if you're someone who's interested in that sure. geographical you know, history, mm-hmm. then uh, it's really cool. This is uh, two months after the Japanese Empire attacked Pearl Harbor on December 7th, 1941. President Franklin D. Roosevelt signs an executive order allowing the government to forcibly move anyone of Japanese ancestry, including American citizens, into incarceration camps. The Santa Anita racetrack was used as an assembly center to hold Japanese Americans above as military policemen. uh, This is a a photo they had. Um, Roosevelt's order reflected the heightened xenophobia of the time, particularly on the West Coast where many Japanese Americans lived. More than 120,000 people of Japanese descent were incarcerated in the camps. 120,000 right. people. So the reason I wanted to put the uh FDR. Roosevelt FDR mm-hmm. up on the board and it, it ties to xenophobia. There was just this like massive wave of
6: that that yeah, that's what farmers. was in the air. Yeah. Sure. World War Two was pretty traumatic. I mean, like, yeah. like people were pretty, pretty confused, unhappy, confused, mm-hmm. pissed. Pearl Harbor. I'm sure a lot of state like because it's off the West Coast. I'm sure a lot of like there was a lot of connection. Soldiers had a lot of connections to California. San Diego has a huge base. Long Beach. I mean, like the California. Co- I'm sure there was a lot of relationship with there with them there. And so, yeah, I mean, people were not on their best behavior. They were confused, mad, sad, and, uh, wanted to take it out on people. Mm.
3: And it's wartime. Mm
6: -hmm. Right. So like
3: everyone's cutting back, everyone's going without everyone's not seeing their like loved ones. So all the like stress of that, it's easy to, um, if you don't really want to put some thought into it, you can just blame a, a, you know, a certain segment of the population.
4: Why don't we call it maybe misplaced anger or stress about the war? Okay. Sure. Wartime stress. Wartime stress. It
2: is funny to think about. I mean, I don't know how funny is the word, but it is interesting to think about all of this wartime stress and chaos and turmoil within the country, and then these people fix on like this one group with baggy pants. It's like, we don't I know like right. these people it's with absurd. baggy pants well, and their long, their long dress suit.
4: Tale as old as time, though. We continue mm-hmm. to do that. It... Well,
2: and what's great about it too is like how
3: like the in for why they're mad at these people is because of the like the um what's the word I'm thinking for? The extravagance of the wool that's used in these suits, right? Because yes. everyone right. on like rationed wool. Like we can't like wool is saved for the war effort. So it's like, oh, you're using too much wool. It's
4: your fault. Like <laughs> yep. let's let's talk about the actual zoot suit, right? How it yes. looked. It was uh is, uh, it was like a, a regular suit, almost like a, a long coat.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: The, the, the suit jacket was a long coat.
3: Oversight, yeah.
4: And the pants were had a lot of extra material. They were like baggy pants, and then they were kind of cuffed at the bottom mm-hmm. so that it created that visual of bagginess, a, a excess of mm-hmm, material. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, and also they were cuffed so P- they could dance. So they could. Great point. That's right. So mm-hmm. this, th- there's a lot of mixing of uh. So there's jazz and swing, which were at the time considered to be um risque, too sexy, mm-hmm. too yeah. sexy. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Well, and and, and you can and, you know it, it, it's, it's, For me, it's just so funny to think about like jazz as being, <laughs> you know, yeah. So. The like
3: racy, yeah, yeah, risque,
4: um, and and the reason that they they and they needed the, the pants cuffed and and the women wore skirts that showed the ankles and that they were like more than that. Get, they were getting thrown around and like their exactly their, <laughs> mm-hmm. skirts are just their undergarments e- everywhere. Mm-hmm.
6: Yeah. Well, you know, this is also a sidebar, but. This could have gone into my alarm my alarm section, but I didn't want to telegraph it too much because Mm. of the song, the the resurgence of the of swing in the nineties. I took swing dancing. I was doing that. That was like of my era, and there was the band. That had the song Zoot Suit, Riot, Zoot Suit Riot, and the band was called Cherry oh. Poppin Daddies. so gross. Cherry Poppin Daddies. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yep. Poppin Daddies.
3: Daddies. yeah. that bad.
6: and like there I was, and my mom was like, "Swing dancing, like great, like I love that for you." And I'd be like, "Listen to this awesome song by the Cherry Poppin Daddies," yeah. and like I, the the dissonant, like so yeah. the dissonance between like. <laughs> Picking up something old fashioned and the band name, which is like to me so disgustingly vulgar. Now that I'm an adult, at the yes. time I didn't like put two and two together fully, but like ew, yeah, ew, yeah, cherry poppin' dad. Put and them uh, on the board. The Let's song- just put them on the board. <laughs> yeah, put them
4: over because I have them- I have issue with the actual song where it really makes this like very terribly racially charged attack on Mexican Americans in Los Angeles. It makes it fun like a zoot yeah. suit riot yeah. Ooh. zoot
6: suit riot and i think i think the first like, i don't know okay this is gonna need a fact check throw back a <laughs> bottle of beer like yes, yes was that's like, the zoot line suit riot throw back a bottle of beer as in like drink it yes yeah and, uh, so to me they're not like throw the beer at, at someone mm. it yeah i i don't know if it captures the uh, racial tensions. I don't know if these this, these white guys singing. Uh, yeah, these they're white, white guys now, daddies. It's the definitely toned in deaf.
3: Eugene, Oregon, like you know, just okay. like a... okay, okay.
6: <laughs> yeah, so yeah. let's get them on the board. Those daddies. Um, there's so much <laughs> we've we've kind of
4: jumped over. I want I want to make sure we have these things up on the board. Let's go back to the style. Sure. and It's it, it put up demonizing yes. the style uh or or fashion you know it could be the fashion industry but demonizing style slash fear of new trends this is from smithsonian magazine it was june 1943 when the riots broke out for over a week white u.s soldiers and sailors traversed los angeles beating up allegedly unpatriotic mexican-american men Identifiable by their conspicuously voluminous attire, it was, as the historian Kathy Pice writes in Zoot Suit, the enigmatic career of an extreme style... Quote, perhaps the first time in American history that fashion was believed to be the cause of widespread civil unrest. Latinitas magazine wrote, at the time, zoot suits were extremely popular popular within the black and Mexican communities. The fashion had been affiliated with jazz, blues and swing music and was often worn by African-American jazz musicians, Cab Calloway, stemming from Harlem. New York to Latino barrios in Texas and Southern California. As a newer generation of Mexican youth emerged in the 1930s and 40s, they started to create an identity of their own in the Pachuco style and spoke a Chicano street slang known as calo. The flamboyant style, attitude, and swagger of these Pachucos appeared to be defiant and problematic for many Anglo-Americans. How dare they? Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs)
6: I, <laughs> so I would call that jealousy. Yeah, that's where yeah. I was going
2: to go too. Sure. Just seems too cool. like yeah.
4: Fashion jealousy. Too cool.
2: Look, I've been to plenty of parties uh, on the east side of Los Angeles where I've looked around and I've been like, I am just by looking at you and everyone, everyone's wearing. I'm the least cool person here, <laughs> and uh-huh. I feel bad about that. I look around, yeah. people, they have cool outfits. By the way, the high waisted pant very much back in play. Uh huh. And this, <laughs> you can see Zoot Suit influence everywhere.
4: I mean, in in uh, Los Angeles, in that, Los like,
2: Angeles for sure. I think elsewhere too.
4: Yeah, that's true. But I, I do. It, it's that, like that idea of like, how dare they have swagger?
2: Mm. Yeah,
3: right. I had the same thought. It kind of has its roots in like our like a very like puritanical, rigid like American like white anglo-saxon identity Mm. and like the the nerve or the audacity to somehow question or go outside of that and not especially if you're not you know a white person in america it's like it's like it's blasphemy almost Mm. you know like it really is truly insulting to the american way of life because this is how we do it here
4: yeah that's interesting i also feel like the ex extravagance of the like we were talking about material mm-hmm. at the time yeah
6: was well it was being rationed I mean it right. was like mm-hmm. I remember my mom is older than a boomer she's not a boomer she was born in 42 or 41 she was born in 41 40 anyway whatever 41 or 42 and um she talks about you know the the war effort was like a huge deal. Mm. it was a huge, huge huge huge, huge deal, and everybody was supposed to be on board and like the the way that like i the somebody not taking that seriously, a group of people not taking that seriously right um was
3: highly offensive, you know, <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, but you know it, it would, and and that's very true and and you know, I think maybe worth considering. To put up on the board is just bad timing because what you had was this these zoot suits were born out of the 30s right we're not they're not extravagant and excess because of the rationing the rationing happened later and the you know popular society or what have you white Americans got angry because of that, or they found an excuse to be angry at about the zoots.
6: Totally. Yeah. The zoots were
3: not, uh, they're not making them to retaliate the war. It's not like, uh, we're against the war effort. It's like, this is more rooted in like the culture and the music.
6: Even if they were, I mean, I think that that's something that's really interesting because like, you know, this, the the United States didn't want to get into the war for a long time, mm -hmm. dragged their feet as long as they possibly could. Mm. And so, you know, Mexico, was Mexico fighting in World War II? I don't know.
4: Good question, Chris, like can Mexico. you look that up? If Mexico I uh, fought can. in the war. Mm-hmm. I, I want to talk about the, the, the rationing. This is, okay. again, from yep. Latinitas Magazine. During the particu- this particular time, the need for goods and textile materials such as silk, wool, and cotton increased. The U.S. had decided to ration some resources and save much-needed items for war and military-related causes. Sustainable outlets for public use were promoted such as the encouragement of sewing and the recycling of wardrobes instead of purchasing new clothing and garments. This is from Britannica. As part of the war... Uh, effort by March 1942, the United States had begun rationing various resources. Restrictions on wool had a direct effect on the manufacture of wool suits and other clothing. There were regulations prohibiting the manufacture of zoot suits. There, uh, there yes, there were regulations prohibiting the manufacturing of suit suits. Imagine that. Uh, but a network of bootleg tailors continued to manufacture them. This exacerbated the ra- uh, racial tensions as Mexican-American youths wearing the zoot suits were seen as un-American because they were deliberately ignoring the rationing regulations. So, so it do you was want to put rationing illegal. on
3: the board or, or mm-hmm. just
4: rationing? Okay. Rationing. Right? Yeah. yeah. I, is that... What we're blaming the ration. I mean, if anything, I think it's like well, yeah. yeah. I, I, I just think it's the, um, the particular rationing of, the the targeting of the style.
2: Sure. Right. Mm. Rationing as a pretense. Yeah, it's we use it's feel- rationing as a pretense to go after
4: exactly
2: this particular group. That's mm. what it feels like. Um just I to circle right. back to Mexico's involvement in World War II, they were involved. They were actually attacked by German U-boats. So they declared war on Germany, Italy, and Japan. Mm. Their main contributions Ooh. were materials to the Allied forces and then also the Barquero program.
4: Okay. Bracero program.
2: Bracera okay. Program. Sorry.
6: So they were probably like, we're doing our part for the war anyway.
2: Mm-hmm.
6: Let us have our clothes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they were... I don't know what they were thinking and feeling. That's a guess. Can we talk about
4: the LAPD? <laughs>
6: yes. put them up on the board?
2: Yes. Get them up.
4: <laughs> sure. Um, this is from the National World War II Museum. Across the country, many offered explanations for the riots. Los Angeles Mayor Fletcher Brown blamed lawlessness and juvenile delinquency among Mexican-American teenagers. Some Mexican-American leaders, like Eduardo Queveda argued that the city needed a police force that was more prompt and equitable to address issues when they arose rather than waiting until they came to a head. Cambridge University Press said the Los Angeles Police Department did nothing to stop the rioting servicemen, claiming that they lacked jurisdictional authority and instead jailed hundreds of young men, mostly Mexican-American, but also black and white, for their own protection. It was not until the army and navy commanders I roll I know I know mm-hmm. was... I roll <laughs> not until the army navy commanders in southern California took seriously the difference between revelry and riot and canceled military leave that the rioting stopped This is from Br- Britannica
6: Canceled military leave what does that mean That means that uh the they couldn't leave their ships and
4: their barracks right They couldn't leave their, right? their, their their posts Uh, oh
6: yeah so (laughs) So they were like soldiers you get back to where you're supposed to be yeah you civilians get back to where you're supposed to be no more fighting yes
4: this isn't revelry this is rioting but it wasn't until like five or six days later of this uh, this had already been happening
6: i know this is i I don't know how you'll take this but i don't want to be around a bunch of young men (laughs) about to go to war i don't want like that's that's not going to be, even if they're not going to go to war, just like a bunch of, like, teenage men, men, young, and, like, young men, it's like, that's, can we put testosterone on the board? Ooh. Is
3: that kind of, sure. Sure. is
6: that kind of too?
2: No, the hormone I testosterone.
3: I mean, it, it, let's it, it, get it up there, it or like that group, what, the group testosterone boys? mentality. You know, if you're like hyping yourself for war, and you're like having to get ready for the enemy, and then you're pouring that energy out into like civilian streets. Sure, I think bad things can happen. That's true.
4: Yes. I now l- let's see what. Let's talk about what was actually happening on the streets. Okay. This is from Britannica. In, in response to these confrontations, police arrested hundreds of Mexican American youths many of whom had already been attacked by servicemen. There were also reports of Mexican-American youth requesting to be arrested and locked up in order to protect themselves from oh. the servicemen in the streets.
6: Interesting.
4: In contrast, very few sailors and soldiers were arrested during the riots. Well. Shortly after midnight on June. They had to oh, ship
6: them off to get killed in Germany. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, seriously. Jeez. Uh,
4: shortly after midnight on June 8th, military officials declared Los Angeles off limits to all ma- military personnel, deciding that local police were completely mm. unable or willing to handle the situation. Official or, or, or officials ordered military police to patrol parts of the city and arrest disorderly military personnel. This, coupled with the, the ban, served to greatly deter the servicemen's riotous actions. This is from the LA Times. Twenty two defendants were charged with murder at the trial. A sheriff's captain testified that the Mexican element, this is, quote, the Mexican element had an innate, quote, desire to use a knife or some lethal weapon. In other words,
6: ironic.
4: Yeah, right. Ironic. In other words, his desire is to kill or at least to let blood. The judge presiding over the trial refused to let the defendants change their clothing after prosecutors requested that the jury see the youths wearing their zoot suit attire that was worn only by, quote, hoodlums, according to news reports from the time. uh, That sentiment fed into the racist attacks against youths who wore the zoot suits, uh, according to Solace. And I just want to point out that they were not allowed, the defendants were not allowed to change for three months they were not allowed That's to cut ridiculous. their hair wow we should put and, that judge up yes let's put the judge up his name is judge charles williams frick and <laughs>
6: okay
4: quote just this, uh, i want to read something what really quickly about him <laughs> this is a, from frick. that la times article the all-white jury hears the case heard the case under the supervision of judge charles w frick in his obituary in 1958, the Times wrote that Frick had, quote, sentenced more killers to death than any other jurist in the history of California's jurisprudence. He also uh, was known for sending minors to state prison rather than forestry camp. Frick refuses, refused to let the defendants change their clothes, come Comer or cut their hair or sit next to their attorneys during the trial. The media uh, began writing about gang identifiers, including a popular ha- hairstyle among Mexican youths known as the ducktail haircut. Frick uh, also allowed the jury to read newspapers every day during the trial. The times be- uh, began to call the defendants, the suit suit slayers. So yeah.
6: it's just very ironic that is he the one who said those Mex- Mexicans love murder? Is he that guy? Uh, let me. That was a, check wasn't that a there. journalist? That was a journalist. Oh, just ironic that like he's literally sending people to their death, and mm-hmm. they're the ones who have a taste for. But murder. he's
4: literally allowing the jur- jury to read these newspaper, newspaper articles. Newspaper,
6: yeah. Yeah. Okay. So he's corrupt, and the, the and or you know he's just uh, n- not meeting our standard of justice. No. Nope. Not meeting. Not not deploying justice.
2: The the, the Diaz murder. Gained a ton of media attention and basically demonized anybody wearing a zoot suit, essentially. It gave gotcha. the media gotcha. and it gave the public gotcha. a target, essentially. where A they, scapegoat. Okay. They, they right. said, well, this so guy died, go therefore, the anybody wearing a zoot suit is in yes. a gang. Gotcha. And gotcha. And so therefore they're un-American and they're criminals.
4: And the timing is such that 1941 the war store the war starts, and 1942 things are being rationed. So this gotcha. is all happening around the same time. The Bracero program is happening. So this is a moment in this is the powder keg. Exactly.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm.
6: And do we know what happened to Diaz? Why was he murdered and who did it? Well, there are Doesn't theories. Really matter. They never found his. Okay.
4: It, 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 the killer was never convicted. They never found okay. who did it. There's a theory that he, uh, he had been uh, drunk. He had uh, his blood sure. alcohol level at, at the time. Yes, it was really uh, high. And some say that he actually came from a very conservative uh, Christian family and was okay. not used to drinking. But as is in, um, you know. Mexican culture and a lot of Latino cultures when you're sending someone off to, yeah. to war, you party. you party, you give him a, an extra uh, bottle of beer, you give him an extra no drink. And and it's possible that he, ha- that he also had some extra cash because it's also very mm. common to give them, you know, uh, a buck mm. here, like we're sending you off. And so it's possible that he was robbed. Jumped and jumped because mm. his his pockets were found inside out and perhaps the 38th street uh click had absolutely nothing to do with it they the reason why the 38th street click was even pointed at was because they had earlier in the night gone to that party and started a fight with the people at the party and had been kicked out. So that was the Not connection sure. to to the that clique.
6: Okay, mm-hmm. so this is some a bad action, a murder, people being mean to each other, maybe a robbery that then got used as a bit of a I as an excuse for racist, xenophobic violence
2: yeah and mm-hmm. maybe a good time to put media up on the board yeah I was say.
6: definitely yeah get that media up on the board those yellow journalists mm-hmm. yes this is from the national
4: world war ii museum on june 4th the oakland tribune described the vigilante mob as a vengeance squad of volunteers gathered by the lapd to clean up the crime caused by the pachucos in the city the bayon times Chupos. reported on the gentlemen in blue as men who were merely responding to vicious attacks by the zoot suit bums on the wives of Navy men. <laughs> we are out. Sure this is, it's yeah. a lie. It's a lie. Uh, we're out to do what police have failed to do. We're going to clean up, uh, a petty Navy officer explained when interviewed. This is from Latinitas Magazine. The cause of the riots can be attributed to growing racism per perpetuated by negative media coverage of zoot suitors and an overall culture clash between minorities and Anglo-Americans. The riots essentially were race riots in retrospect. Looking back now, yeah. we see how race relations have maintained their complexity through the decades and how they've been such a core issue for the United States for so many years. Although Pachucos and suit suitors are less common today than in the forties, the subculture has maintained its relevance in Mexican American communities, especially in low rider culture. Mm. This is from the yep. LA Times. In an open letter to Mayor Fletcher Brown, Bass uh, decried the riots as a "quote white a white heat of lynch fury" and blamed the city's dailies, uh, including this paper. L.A. Times for kindling hatred over the previous year. Nothing in my experience, she wrote, has been so vicious, deliberate, or disruptive as the campaign of our city's metropolitan papers against Mexican Americans. And that
2: was Carlotta okay, Bass. Okay, so those papers. Sorry, yeah. that was Carlotta, Carlotta Bass. Bass. Sorry, yeah. Who, who yeah. is a uh, Bass. who is a not activist Karen Bass. and mm-hmm. uh, a publisher, editor, uh, and an educator at the time. Yes,
6: yes. Gotcha. I think the media is looking pretty bad. Oh yeah,
2: Big not time. helping. Big time. And I you, know, just you jumped jump- ahead to, sorry, Clay, you jumped ahead to the media coverage of the riots, but their, the media coverage of the Diaz trial, we uh, it was also uh, terrible. Mm-hmm. Right. So, and that was, was a whole other. the riots. That, Exactly. Well, that was a whole other set. That's where it all began. Yeah.
4: And I want to make sure that racism is up on the board, right, Clayton? Yes, yes. we got okay, that. So great. great. We <laughs>
3: are. It's the first.
4: <laughs> okay. Good, good. Um, All right. Well, we have a hefty board and we're running out of time. Let's take a quick break and then we'll start knocking things off the board.
5: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus,
0: You.
2: Who is to blame for the Zoot Suit riots? The murder of Jose Diaz? Racism? Xenophobia? World War II? Hitler? President Franklin D. Roosevelt? Wartime stress? The cherry pop and daddies? Demonizing <laughs> style? Fashion industry? Fashion jealousy and insecurity? Mm. Bad timing? Rationing as a pretense to discrimination? The LAPD, testosterone, Judge Charles William Frick, or the media?
4: Mm, a lot.
6: I've got some faves right off the bat. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I,
4: I feel you know. like the Cherry and Daddies, unfortunately, cannot be blamed
6: for no. this. No, they can't be blamed for this. They cannot be blamed for the Zoot Suit Riots, but I do think that they are... Deserve blame in a general sense. They're sure. hugely problematic.
2: It's yeah. Nobody's happy <laughs> okay. about that. Name. All right. As long
6: as we can <laughs> agree yes. on that, I'm happy, happy about that <laughs> I'm happy to knock them off. I'm um, happy to
5: knock them um, off. I also, okay.
6: racism, yeah, is, go on. to me, racism and xenophobia are like, the underpinning
3: yeah and Mm -hmm. i think
6: like that is the underpinning it's the soup it's the air it's the vibe um but to me like it that wasn't the match sure like that was definitely it's like the black powder that got lit
1: Mm. but
6: like i want to blame the match do you know Mm -hmm. what i mean yes i I do we can get more
3: specific for sure
6: even I, though, I, I just feel bad
4: taking them off the list right now because I feel like they're contenders well, it, for big slaps.
6: Okay. Oh, are you kidding me? There, it's like there's. They wouldn't. The, the match wouldn't work without. Yeah, exactly. Without. Yeah, have you kindling. ever just held
2: a match and up to like a brick or something? It doesn't do anything. Right.
6: Not gonna do not <laughs> gonna do, <laughs> anything. Just doesn't do anything. There's no It'll like, heat the explosions. surface. But so it like, off. Yeah, exactly. Well, the right. racism and xenophobia is for sure the kindling. Yeah. I feel, I feel like feel we like, should fold things into each other, Clay. What do you think?
3: Sure. I was gonna say that fashion industry for once feels like victim blaming. So I feel like yes. this, we shouldn't be putting fashion <laughs> we shouldn't be blaming the fashion, yeah. you know? Yeah.
4: Um and I think World War Two could be folded into Hitler. Let's do that instead of yeah. vice versa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I also think that the the rationing as a pretense to discriminate it's a little unclear to me. I feel like that can be folded into Hitler.
3: Yeah, it's a little later down the, the timeline too of events.
6: Mm-hmm. R- rationing is a pretense to- yeah right um testosterone i we, we can take testosterone off the board i oh, mean i I, I
4: i think it's a contender it that. is okay Especially talk to me about it well it, it wasn't a, a a a a mob of of women who came <laughs> out to to uh attack the mexican-american community Mm-hmm. It was per- very particular, uh, specifically a mob of men, right. white men, servicemen.
2: Yep. Sailors and soldiers. It's interesting to think also of these men uh, sort of they, they're not seeing any action. Uh, I think Maggie or Clinton right. or maybe it was you, Rebecca, said earlier remarking about there was just this sort of they were building up. They were like ready to fight. Right. Right but they're like, no, we need you guys for supplies. We need you at the ports. Like you stay here in America. You know, these guys are 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 yeah. ready and going. And there is a testosterone element there where it's like yeah. feeding off itself, you know, just ready to go. It's like a boys, it's like boys, club, you balancing. know, and everyone's yeah. like
3: mm-hmm. in that mode. And like, you don't, you know, if they are
6: justifying it as like, no, these guys are, these guys are, are bad. These are bad. We're doing a good thing. Right. We're right. American heroes.
3: Mm-hmm. Which yeah, we're American heroes. Servicemen are doing a good thing. Service people are, but like this seems very pointed.
6: Oh yeah,
2: yeah. There's a there's a. I don't know if this is a direct correlation. It's not. I'm just like as a metaphor. It's like in a baseball when one of your players gets hit by a pitch. There's a little bit of like, the rest of the dugout sort of stands up. Right. Like, oh, are we gonna fight? Right and i think you know the the soldiers yeah. saw these zoot suitors as say thumbing their nose at the establishment right. and at the war effort and are like all right are we going to fight it, you
4: know, it's it's so upsetting it though because you know they they're thumbing at them is literally just being and yeah. and it's just the the fact that they are in the united well, states like right that's true that is what is causing them to get riled up it's deeply upsetting
3: mm-hmm. yeah it, and you've got to think that there was some there probably was you know you, you have some like sharks and jets vibes going on here where yeah, it's like totally. you have the servicemen who are their own little gang and then you have the zoot right. the suit suitors who are their own little gang and i'm sure there was a lot of antagonism between the two that maybe yeah. like then finally it was this mm-hmm. death that somehow you know, as Maggie said, lit the match and started yeah. this sequence of events.
4: The, the servicemen weren't called, uh, weren't weren't described as being part of a gang, right? But they you clearly know, were. I, they they I, were in the gang yeah. of the
6: United States Army and the <laughs> Navy. That was their gang. That's I a mean, professional gang. Something right. that isn't on the board that is like is is like group. I mean, I guess that's kind of what we're calling testosterone. Of just like yeah, like group
2: tribal,
3: like mob grouping. mentality almost. You know? Mob mentality, yeah, yeah, mob yeah,
4: yeah. mentality. Us
6: them. Like I'm realizing
4: they, like... we don't have the serv- the the servicemen who attacked oh. Oh my on the goodness. board.
2: Jesus, <laughs> guys, what happened out there?
4: I want yes, but I also include mob mentality, the uh, servicemen who attacked, because obviously not all servicemen. All right, we're not going to send all servicemen to Yeah, the alarmist, there's
2: a guy who's obviously. fighting in Italy who's like, wait, like, me? What the what hell? The
6: hell? <laughs> I, 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 when I listen to The Alarmist, yes, I love when a person, an individual yeah. can go to jail yeah. rather than a concept. Yeah, that's can... my, that's just my, that's just a little bit more uh, fun for me. Mm-hmm. And so,
2: and logistically it's way easier to get them in there it's true
6: no kidding you you need one you need getting all of
2: it's a pair of handcuffs and you just push them into the thing and you close it much more complicated to say get the patriarchy Uh uh-huh for example for example
6: for sure yeah so let's so let's looking at frick Okay, you are
4: looking, looking at Frick. 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 Okay. You are looking at Frick. I am looking at Frick. Let's <laughs> let's look at Frick. I feel like let's take out demonizing style and fear of new trends, fashion insecurity. We we can take out uh, bad timing. I think
6: timing. that's the Tinder. Yeah, I think sure. that's it. Was bad timing for sure. You know, I also think we can take honestly the murder of Jose Diaz off the. Board. Oh yes, of course. I mean, I don't think if it wasn't him, it would have been somebody. It would have been something. Mm -hmm. And again, Um, and it sounds like he was just jumped. I mean, like even his murder is not particularly relevant.
4: I don't think so. I think it was just an opportunity for people to take out their hatred on something.
6: Yeah. Yeah. So that's
4: off the board. I think wartime stress is uh, should come off the board because
6: I think that's for sure uh, at play. I think Mm -hmm. wartime stress is for sure at play. Yeah, Mm -hmm. but um, yeah, but I, I I also don't think
4: President uh, Franklin D. Roosevelt could be blamed.
3: Not directly. Um,
4: Definitely, the media should be up on the board.
6: I think the media and Frick; those are that's who I'm looking at. That's who you're looking at. I got my eye on the media, and I got my eye on Frick. So do we want to roll roll up? Do
2: we want to roll up testosterone into the U.S. servicemen who attacked?
4: Okay, yeah, and mob mentality. I said, yeah. Uh, So that leaves us with racism, xenophobia, Hitler—the who kind of represents our uh, the U.S. wartime stress. The LAPD, U.S. servicemen who attacked Judge Frick and the media. And this now gets Listen, real tough. If
6: Frick wasn't, if Frick wasn't, okay, we've got an all-white jury, bad. The Frick is, 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 parade is like making these young men look as kind of bedraggled and you know, nefarious mm-hmm. as possible by not letting them change right. by like by you know keeping them in this mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in this state, mm-hmm. and then they're he's letting the jury read articles by the media, being like those suit suitors don't love America, and they should they they're really the problem here, and they're just writers, and they love to knife each other, mm-hmm. and it's like you know they're being they they're he's letting them read these these articles. Um, and that's what led to this great injustice where there had to be some pushback from the Pachuco community mm-hmm, sure that uh-huh, fault, yeah. or just the Mexican-American community to be like, this is bullshit. No, it's that's not what's going on here. And thus the fighting. So I don't know. Frick is looking pretty good to me. When did
3: the riot start in relation to the trial?
6: It's about five or six months after.
4: They were in After June, the trial and the trial ended in January. Okay, okay, okay.
6: But uh, do you think the riots would have happened if he would, if he was like, um, let them go?
4: If they had had a more uh, a not non racist judge,
6: if they had had a non racist judge, would these riots have started?
4: <sighs> I think that it was still in the air. There was just a, sure. there was just a lot of
2: attention on this trial. And I, yeah. I and the, the, it, it got in right. front of a judge and the judge, you know, I mean Maggie keeps going back to the fire metaphor, but like yeah, the judge w- was definitely kindling as well, I yeah. think. But I don't necessarily think it was the do we want to blame the air that goes underneath the fire that makes fire go do we (laughs) want to break there's also we haven't discussed the lapd
4: because they're the ones who conducted the investigation and they're the ones who rounded up the 22 mexican americans uh
1: right i want to say that this
6: there was some other riots in los angeles that i was alive for that were that i watched as ash settled onto my front yard was the Rodney King riots, mm-hmm. and that was also like what happened there was like you know it was a match. It was like of course racism, xenophobia, the LAPD, all factors in that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but the match was the was like this video that got circulated of this horrible beating, right. and then the court case afterwards was what finally led people to to be. To have to express themselves, right. have to express the inequity of what was going on in a in a, in this form. Well, so that's again why I I, I go, I'm going back to Frick.
4: Something you just said though made me think that perhaps the media is what's actually to blame for this uh this uh terrible tragedy.
2: By the way, I just want to add a little note about the trial, which was called the People versus Zamora, right? And they got the guy's mm-hmm. name, who was Gus Zamora, was one of the uh, defendants. Mm-hmm. They misspelled mm-hmm. his name in the actual trial. Wow. So Oops. it goes down as the, the people disrespect. versus Z-A-M-M-O-R-A. Yeah. And his, his last name was spelled Z-A-M-O-R-A. Unbelievable. So the people versus Zamora, that trial, um, yeah, was the shift, I think. So maybe okay. with the trial on the board.
4: <laughs> oh! Yeah.
2: Just the trial itself.
4: And all of the How do we put that in injustices the that well, happened I mean, during the trial. Yeah, you I might mean, then end
2: up folding that into Judge yeah. Frick. The but- judge. Yeah, he oversaw the trial. I mean, yeah, that's he, true. he has the most influence over the trial.
4: Okay, this is where I'm... Uh, I think we take Hitler off the board, and... Okay. I think we take the... Uh, if we're focusing on the riot, right? What what sparked the Suit riots? I... I, I, I'm leaning towards. Oh man, this is so hard because yeah, the LAD, LAPD LAPD really is.
6: It's all of the above. At this point, what we're left with on the board: racism, xenophobia, LAPD, you servicemen, Judge Frick, and the media. Like, yeah, it, it's a All soup. Of the above. Mm-hmm.
2: It's, yeah. a soup.
4: it's a soup. Soup. It's a blame soup. Can we blame one? Only one of these. I think ultimately, I have to blame the servicemen. Hmm. Oh wow. I think so. Because they're the ones who. I I don't think we can leave them without any culpability. They're they were the ones who got they they had to tra- think about this. They had to travel from their base to downtown L.A. Mm-hmm. to commit these attacks. It it wasn't like it it wasn't like they were just like at the grocery store and someone said something to them that made them angry and they all of a sudden attacked them. They went specifically to cause harm Mm -hmm. to pick on these people who were identified by as having, you know, wearing suit suits or looking like they were Mexican-American.
6: I'm going to push back because I do think that. It was wartime. They're on the boat. They're they're jonesed up. And like, if they are... If it's easy, we need... Like, they were primed to be in that headspace. The U.S. Army had primed them to be in the headspace of like, you're going to do violence for good. That's mm. like what being a soldier is. Like, you are going to... F- you are going to inflict harm on others for the good of the for the good of the community. So that was their head. They were completely primed for that. So when then the media is like, you know, you know who's really, you know, you might not be able to get over it and kill those Nazis, but you know who really needs, needs talking to is the zoot suitors. Mm. And so like they are so I to me it's like blaming the individual servicemen is to me, it's like you have to you have to go above them yeah
3: you, you want to go you, above them you can punish you can throw the, the rioters in jail but like you you want to blame you know like if you go back to the january sixth insurrection it's like you want to blame the guy who was telling them to do what they did not just mm. them and leave him off the hook that's
6: i mean yeah those january sixers weren't like soldiers ready to sacrifice their life for the war effort but um but like these servicemen were like to me blaming them is 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 we can go higher than that. Well, unfortunately, that's what I yeah,
4: think. I, I, I think we have to make this a decision is, and, and this, is, this is, we're just going to have to pick something at this point and hopefully,
6: or the LAPD, a guest I'm expert. Happy with the LAPD, yeah.
4: Or the judge. Um,
3: we could throw to, I'm, I'm going to jail.
4: The reason I'm going to go with the judge actually is because I feel like encompassing everything, every part of the trial falls under him. You know the way the prosecution uh, absolutely uh, how, uh, prosecuted the case. The way the defend uh, the defense attorneys weren't not allowed to uh, do specific things in order to help their clients. They were stopped. Everything. Yeah, the they're made he- to
3: look like criminals throughout he the entire trial. He did not
6: let justice get served because somebody died. A young innocent man died, and justice was not given to. Him.
4: Yeah. His mm-hmm.
6: murder was not um he was solved. used. He his He his was, used. was used. And the convictions were
2: overturned on appeal as well. Yeah. So it was a so, sort of a mockery.
6: So and the judge
4: is in charge of that. Do we blame the judge? Fine. And then we slap I'm either between the media, the servicemen, or or xenophobia and racism.
6: I'm slapping the media. I'm slapping them really hard because like some of those articles are like, they're the ones that come up with the verbiage of the gang. Mm-hmm. They're the one that are coming up with like all of this, all of they're shaping the narrative that this group is a, a, a bad group. Mm. These zoot serters are a bad group. I don't Whereas think before.
2: I, I agree. I just don't think that we can let the servicemen get away with with i just think we have to give the backhand to the servicemen if we're going to give the slap to the media because the servicemen like they just just the specifically these are human beings and and getting in cabs and targeting just going through looking going to movie theaters turning the lights on like it was yeah
3: it wasn't just okay drinking and 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 you can't just say
4: oh the media made me do it i'd be like are you no way
3: Yeah. yeah i mean the media says a lot of things you have to choose to you know believe it like if you're not going to like actually do some critical thinking
4: so i I like that i think we we slap the servicemen and we give the backhand to the media and this is one of the uh, just one of those
6: where we have a lot i can't believe the lapd is getting off the hook (laughs) that's tough (laughs) i can't believe that is tough they really shouldn't i i i wonder what our guest expert would say that's like a class like again
4: It, it is disgusting how they uh, conducted the investigation for this case. Okay. I have to call it.
6: Okay. We got to call it.
4: Yeah. The U S servicemen who attacked. You're getting the big slap. The media here comes the backhand and judge Charles Williams. Frick. You're going to the alarmist jail.
6: A Taste of his own
4: medicine. Yes, Mm -hmm. absolutely. This was not easy, Maggie. Really, really difficult to to And the whole idea
6: of a zoot suit riot, like that there's there's a lot, it's it's a cute phrase. It rhymes and it and it's associated with a cool outfit and it belies the dark nature of what happened.
4: Well put. Thank you so much for yeah. joining us today. We couldn't have done this without you.
6: Wow, I feel I feel excited. I feel thrilled. I feel sad and scared.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> us too. I'll, no, I'll qualify. I'll <laughs> this is ca- really great. Thanks for having me. <laughs>
4: In the aftermath, on June 8, 1943, U.S. military personnel were barred from leaving their barracks, bringing the riots to an end. The next day, local authorities declared a citywide ban on the wearing of zoot suits. When the dust settled, California Governor Errol Warren created a Citizens Committee to figure out the cause of the riots. The committee determined that the chief factor was racism, exacerbated by police response and biased media coverage. However, L.A. Mayor Fletcher Brown issued his own conclusion, stating the riots were caused by juvenile delinquents. The Alarmist is now on Patreon. Subscribe and get ad-free content along with bonus episodes. Go to patreon.com slash thealarmist or check out the link in our show description. Visit our website,
5: Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Need new glasses or want a fresh new style? Warby Parker has you covered. Glasses start at just 95
0: bucks, including anti-reflective, scratch-resistant prescription lenses that block 100% of UV rays. Every frame's designed in-house, with a huge selection of styles for every face shape. And with Warby Parker's free home try-on program, you can order five pairs to try at home for free. Shipping is free both ways, too. Go to warbyparker.com covered to try five pairs of frames at home for free. Warbyparker.com covered.
1: Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince.
4: and on Twitter, at Alarmist The. You can also send us your thoughts via email to thealarmistpodcast at gmail.com. Today's episode was produced and engineered by Clayton Early with editing by Molly Hockey and fact-checking by Chris Smith. Thank you to our associate producer and researcher, Crystal Dinsberg. The Alarmist is executive produced by Rebecca Delgado-Smith. Tune in next week. We'll be discussing the rise and fall of HQ trivia. The Alarmist Powered by
6: Acast